All right, guys, welcome back to the Paranormal Dude Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Caleb Persinger, so let's jump right into the podcast. All right, guys, so that leads us to our first segment here on the podcast, and this is Sinkhole Sam, a cryptid from Kansas, believe it or not. Um, and so Sinkhole Sam is this, um, this is wise legends, this folklore, and supposedly it's a, uh, a large um, prehistoric snake eel looking sort of creature and what it does is he was a well he still is there's still reports of him there's still reports of it, it looks sort of like an eel but like a giant eel imagine that like a giant boa con- bow constrictor, even larger than that, honestly. And it's like said to be able to swallow boats whole. And it's it, what it does. Is, sorry, I'm looking for my notes here. Oh, is it will like sneak around this lake? This lake, it's called, it's called uh, Lake Inman, Lake Inman, and. Uh, Really, it's it's quite interesting to think because you see all these like uh, you know you see ape-like creatures, you see like giant birds, you see other sorts of things like that. You see these you know cryptids that look like um, animals, and you hardly see a snake um, cryptid, and it's very interesting to me because I wonder. I guess what I'm trying to say is I wonder along the line. Where these Bigfoot ape-like cryptids, where they got the the luck of the draw and were able to reproduce all around the world, and were able to, you know, you go up to Nepal and you see this Bigfoot-looking thing, and these snake cryptids. There's a couple. We're going over them today in, in today's episode. Um, these snake cryptids, they're very few and far, far and few. Um. And I just wonder what happened. Why? Why? Maybe at a time, maybe uh, these these monkey cryptids, these ape cryptids, perhaps they had a battle with these um, these snake-like cryptids, and perhaps they completely destroyed each other. But uh, the the ape-like cryptids were able to uh, reemerge in a way, in a reemergence. <laughs> Uh, where these snake-like cryptids were banished and exiled to these uh, underwater caves and these um, very low-back, uh, backwoods sort of towns. And of course, they didn't know at the time, but they knew, hey, maybe they did know at the time where they had a, a spiritual inclination that was able to let them know that we we are going to have the high ground in the future, so to speak, Anakin, you know what I mean? We're going to have, uh, we're going to have the the luck of the draw if we end up this way and i guess that just sort of that sort of leads into to a spectrum where we think well hey what like if you make a tier list of best cryptid to worst cryptid most seen cryptid to worst cryptid i mean you'll clearly see there's a pattern that emerges here and uh it's it's interesting so to speak so to me it's definitely interesting that's where I think, you know, what happened here, I'm not sure. Um, and 
basically, to get to my point, I think these cryptids, these snake-like cryptids, are an interesting and underrated aspect of these cryptid things. Uh, these, these cryptos, these cryptids. Crypto's a different thing. Now, I never quite got that either. Supposedly something with the Russians or something. I shouldn't be saying that right now, but... There's supposedly there's something with the cryptids or something. There's cryptozoological things, and I'm a cryptozoologist. Well, I'm an amateur cryptozoologist and an amateur uh, paranormal investigator. I would say really though, an intermediate cryptozoology, because I've gone on multiple different Bigfoot hunts at this point. I've gone on at least ten, maybe fifteen now. Got some definitely some good evidence, but that's besides my point. My point of my my point that I'm trying to say is, as as an amateur cryptozoologist, I think it's important to focus on these smaller cryptids because I think they 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 hold the key to um, what cryptids really are, and these cryptid animals, and what North America really looked like back in you know two thousand. 4,000 years ago. We don't know how old these things are. But anyways, guys, that's going to be the wrap-up of our first segment. Um, so here comes the next segment. Next segment. <laughs> okay, guys. I don't know what that was. You know, this podcast is going to get a little more laid back, a little more comfortable. I feel like, like you guys got me to the point where I am able to now put in ads into the videos, which I will be doing that shortly. I will be doing that pretty soon, so you better be prepared for that. But, uh, I mean, and with that money, I want you guys to know that that money isn't just going to be... That money's going right back into the podcast. First thing I'm going to do with that money is I'm going to... But I got a pretty good mic. I'm just going to buy a better mic. I have an awesome mic. Thank you, Samsung. Samsung, not Samsung. Okay, but basically, guys, I'm gonna buy one of those stands that come off from the table, so I don't have to hold the mic, so I can hold it. I can just go up to it, so I won't have to hold it anymore right up to my face. I can simply go up to it and pull it across here, guys, because I can't even. I cause you know. So um, so I'm gonna get that. I might get a green screen. I don't know, guys. Let me know. Do you like the background? I think it's awesome. I think it's rustic. You don't even know where I am. I don't even know where I am half the time. Okay, let's get in the next segment here. There's a little, little, little ad break. All right. So, the Bear Lake Monster. Basically, this is a cryptid from uh, Utah. And essentially, it's a, another a serpent. Sort of monster, uh, snake, little monster that lives in a lake. Another lake, Bear Lake. And it, again, looked kind of like an eel. But this one actually has Native American tribal roots. Um, the Native American tribes around the area in Utah at the time, they were to the point where... They were to the point where um, they were like, hey, you know, there's this monster, we've been seeing it all the time, it lives at this bare lake. And they were saying, yo... You gotta kind of check this out to the settlers. That's what they're saying. And the settlers are like, "Well, you know, I don't think you're telling the truth, actually." And then, like, "All right, turn up." Then they're like, "All right, we will." And you know, a couple wars later, we inherited their land. And so that's when things really started to hit the fan. And turns out, look, I'm coming around all these times. I was like, "What's this?" And it's a giant serpent monster. 
like the Native Americans told us. And the one guy's like, yeah, well, you know, let's just ignore it. And the other guy's all like, well, what if it's like a witchcraft thing or something like that? And they're like, well, yeah, that well, that's more, you know, that's more plow for rock sort of situation. I don't think we need to go over there. And the, and the other guy's like, well, you know, yeah, huh, but I don't know though. I don't know though. And so, basically, we get the bear like monster, and uh, it it too can even swallow uh, large fishing boats whole, is what it's said to have uh, done. Swallow so large fishing fishing boats whole. And I think it's definitely interesting, again, to see where, like, where the correlation is. Because you wouldn't think you'd think, Cute. You would think Utah. It's not going to be anything in there. But it was. And so, that's what I want to think about there. And, so, you know. You know how to. So, from time to time, just get get on here and get this podcast. And, uh, I think you guys like the more laid back. I've been my episodes and more laid laid back. I'm gonna start doing more sci-fi too. So, what you guys see what you guys like? And I like speaking about it. I like talking about it. I like just getting on here rambling and you know all that stuff. Like that. Just talk about the paranormal. Just have a fun time. By the way, we want to like be video conferenced in here. You want to hang on, but yeah. So, giant snake monster thing. That's all. That's all it is, and essentially, it was pretty crazy. And oh, also another thing I didn't want to mention: this this sucker doesn't have scales like a regular like reptilian sort of uh, cryptological thing. Sort of has it, it, it more has more of like an eely, snaky, slimy skin. And this sucker just gets you, and he'll just, you know what I'm saying? He'll just get you, and you'll be gone, you know? You won't even know it. You won't even know it. Even before you even, before you even notice what will happen. That's what will happen. You gotta watch out. You gotta slip up like that, and you'll be like, hey, turn up, and tell the pilgrims. Basically, that's how it happened. Well, so, yeah, that will be the end of our second segment and here in the third and last segment all right third segment here guys this segment we're kind of leaning off of the uh the snake business we're going more into the 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 uh uh cryptid sort of uh, uh structural business and I'm not talking like Joe Smoe's let me unveil you a structure sort of situation. I'm talking about thousands of years of granite. What's Mike doing? That's kind of weird. I don't know what it's doing. I'm talking about thousands of years of granite just piled up from one. And this structure is called the Devil's Tower. Um, and it... <laughs> I'm going to tell you how much. It will get you. And is it Wyoming? And let me tell you how much. You'll go there... You go to the Devil's Tower in Wyoming, they say, and you basically knock on it three times, the Devil's Tower, and then essentially it uh, it teleports you into space is essentially what they say. This is at least what I think and what I say. No one else has said it, but that's my theory. You go there, you knock on it eight eight to three times. Oh, that should be three to eight. Three to eight times. 
it teleports you into space, and depending on how much you believe in it, that's how much it teleports you into space. So if you're only kind of like, oh, you know what, I'll try it, and you do that, the it will lead you off into space, but only to the outer like uh, atmosphere, like the stratosphere. You really just go, or like Blue Origin didn't really go to space; it just sort of went in orbit. Yeah, yeah, that's that's how it land up. All right, got it. Um, but if you really believe, and you're like, man, I spent my whole life's money, I spent all of my life journey, um, basically just trucking through the forest and trucking through this uh, through this woodsy area. Finally, I found this Devil's Tower. I'm going to knock on it like eight times, maybe even do a ninth, possibly even a tenth. And let me tell you, you'll get teleported all the way to the alien cities that they have out there, and you'll be made supreme chief leader of that alien city. And they'll make you your new city. They'll make you supreme chief leader. Now, that might sound fancy, but really that's just another way of saying governor. You'll become governor of that alien city. And what they'll end up doing is they'll come in, they'll uh, they'll introduce themselves, they'll introduce themselves to you, and they'll say, hey, here's the deal. Look, you can sign up for either a 30-year contract, or you can sign up for a three-year contract you got on your own after three years. Basically, you get affiliate program, you get sort of a, a, a program where you can uh, train underneath the current um, you can train underneath the current, uh, Supreme Judge leader, and, uh, and if you take that option, you know, that's the option that most take, and you take that option, you, you work under the Supreme Court leader as, uh, you know, Assistant Supreme Court Judge leader, and as you're working under him, after three years, you either go off on your own, you can say, uh, I'm gonna go off and be my own supreme leader judge judge of this uh, court area town and of this village of this alien village or you can take over the previous alien leaders um, position at the already established village the only reason really that you might want to go off is because maybe you don't want to um, maybe you want to make your own rules for the village you don't want to impose and go through politics and stuff to have to get signed bills for the new rules of the old village. And so maybe that's the point where you go out there. Either way, afterwards, after like the 30-year trial period is done and you're out of the contract, then you can decide, well, maybe you want to retire. You get like retire on... They have actually a planet that's actually an exact local color, Jamaica. And... um and so maybe you want to go to one of the island planets and you want to just like just get in there and go there. And well, that might sound nice. And you get your health insurance then, you get health dental, you get a 401k at the end. You get uh, eventually you get enough to buy a, buy a decent bungalow on a Jamaica 56, which is their um Jamaican style planet. And uh yeah, you just live your Rest your years off of off on some alien nice planet. And that's why people go go to these this devil tower. And so yeah, guys. So that was a podcast today. Hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, once again, thank you for getting me up to uh, 
uh, 50 listeners. So I will not now, but thanks for getting me out to there. Uh, ads are coming soon. Uh, they won't disrupt anything, and they'll be read by me. So that's kind of interesting. Most of them will. Maybe some won't. Maybe we'll get lucky. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much it. And Special thanks to all you guys. And Make sure you go check out the website. and uh, Go check out Instagram. I post behind-the-scenes videos there. Uh, it's under Caleb Sicker Productions. That's sort of my company name. Uh, while you're here and I have you, uh, go ahead and check out my YouTube channel. Uh, and I guess I wasn't really going to announce it till I got the trailer going, but I guess I'm going to announce it now. Uh, I'm in the uh, process of I'm pre-production still, but process of uh, planning and filming a documentary. Uh, going to be my first doc. I'm very excited. Uh, co-producing and writing the documentary as well as solely directing um, and co-directing. Co- co- um, so... I'm excited. It's going to be awesome. And uh, look for that coming soon. And uh, I'll give you a little hint. The name of the documentary is...